Hello. Welcome to episode 42 of the Oikos Family Podcast. My name is Sonia Wood, and here we are in November 2019, and I'm sharing with you the rewards of home education, and I'm hoping to encourage you to find the treasures, especially now with us being near the end of the year. I just felt like it was a good time for me to share with you some of our awards that we discovered along the way, that we experienced along the way of home education, because our children are all adults now, so we don't have any little children at home that we're home educating. So I'm here to share with you, to encourage you to continue on this journey. And I just want to share some practical ideas of things that we did that really, really made a difference to our experience of home education all the way, the ongoing experience of the goodness of the rewards, not just in the moment, but the ongoing experience of those rewards. Um, In the previous two episodes of November of these podcasts, I shared about Bible study and about the time and the word and just some practicals around that. But today I wanted to share with you something that goes along the lines of that, but it's a little different, and that is just simply read aloud time. Because it was very, very precious to us, our read-aloud time. We spent many hours in read-aloud time. Now, it might be that you have a very full schedule and you're not getting to read aloud, or maybe your children, I've heard this now, actually. I've heard moms at mom's retreat saying, my children don't like me to do read-aloud time with them. And that is just because I think things have changed. It's a different kind of generation, different kind of society. There's so much change happening around us. But even so, I'm still going to sit here and encourage you to read aloud to your children because why not encourage you to do something that is an ongoing reward to us today in the fact that our read aloud time is some of the precious moments, the precious memories and treasures that we have from our home education years more so than other things that might have happened because we were home educators. So if I'm having to to pick what is the greatest treasure from being able to home educate, it would be the fact that we had time as a family to be around the Word and in the Word and, and be enriched by spending time in the Word that we otherwise might not have had the same huge volumes of time that we did have to spend in the Word. And then followed on from that would be the time we had um, in read aloud time, taking a novel um, that was appropriate for the whole family and reading it to the children, a chapter and art. Well, let me tell you, it was very often more than a chapter and art because it was not uncommon in our household when we when I would stop reading a chapter and I'd say, okay, there we are, we're done now. And the children would say, oh, mommy, please read another chapter, read another chapter. <laughs> and so then we would read another chapter and we'd move on to the next chapter and the next chapter. So it wasn't uncommon for that to happen where we went from chapter to chapter to chapter. And the next thing we found ourselves having spent a very long time in read aloud. Now, what I would like to also spend some time talking to you about is not just the actual act of read aloud and how much the children enjoyed it and how much we enjoyed it and what wonderful family memories it brought. It also developed so many skills that we don't that I wasn't even aware of at the time. When I was reading aloud to the children, I was just reading stories to them because that's what my parents did for us. You know, it was just carrying on through the 
that's what you do. <laughs> and so it's interesting to me to discover after the fact all the science and all the skills and the importance of read aloud and, and how much you are training your children in various different aspects by reading aloud to them. And that's not what this podcast is about. It's not about me going into the science and all the the facts of the skills that are gained when somebody is reading aloud to somebody else. That's not what this is about. It's more about reminding you that there are treasures in home education and that there are many rewards. And I'm wanting to share with you the ongoing rewards and read aloud is one of them. And you might ask why. Well, it's because the fond family memories. I mean, they just, it was just very precious times. And not just that, it's the, the books we read and the literature that we digested, <laughs> consumed um, in volumes was this amazing literature of all these, um, you know, various stories that from old classics and what have you that imparted something to us. Nothing quite as great as what the word imparts to us, but the literature and the content and the stories were very, very, very valuable. Okay, so so let me just give some highlights of why they were valuable. One would be that when you're reading aloud and you're reading uh, about character, these characters in the book that you're reading, and you discover that the one particular character in the book, or not you discover, as you're reading, you are coming to know this particular character in the book. And that specific character might be very similar to one of your children's characters. They might match quite well, or maybe completely the opposite. And this now lends itself to discussing different kinds of characters and how people respond in different situations. So this is what happened with us. We would read, be reading aloud, and it would be a story about, you know, a couple of children, and they've gone to a farm, and they've gone to visit their aunt and uncle at the farm, or whatever it might be. I'm just making this up as I go here. And and the the children will be ha- behaving differently to different scenarios that come across that they you know find themselves in. And um, the one might be a real encourager and the other one might be a person that's more inclined to be despondent and go, oh, we can't, it's too far. And, you know, we can't go pick the berries because it's too cold or we're going to get scratched or whatever. And the other one, the other child's going, no, but come on, then if we've got berries, we'll be able to make jam. And, you know, so the, so the one is thinking of all the goodness that can come out of um you know, doing this activity, and the other character is not seeing it that way. So now, myself as a parent, what I would do is I would take something from both of those, and I would encourage the children, specifically if I knew that one of my children was a real um, positive person, and the other one was the complete opposite, always seeing what can go wrong, right? So what I would do is I wouldn't focus on those two individual um, characteristics in my children. I'd speak about the the characters in the book, and I would um, bring to the children my children's awareness the fact that the person who's really encouraging isn't thinking about the things that maybe need to be considered, like we're going to get scratched, so let's make sure we've got the right clothing on, because the one who's all encouraging and ready to rush off and pick berries is wearing a little summer skirt and some sandals. Right, and the and the one who's been more cautious is saying, "Oh, but no, let's not go because we're going to, you know, we'll get badly scratched." So 
I would use those examples from the characters in the book to bring emphasis to the children about how we need to take both. You know, we need to have a balance. We need to take the caution and we also need to take the encouragement and bring it together and grow and build from one another so that we're not finding fault with each other. We are encouraging each other and helping one another grow. And that is what would happen, that just brief example, because I mean, I'm just grabbing this out of my head at the moment, talking about berries and picking berries. It's just what's coming to me as I'm sharing with you. But it's just to illustrate or to give an example to you of why Read Aloud was such a precious time for us. And it really, really helped with parenting as well in the fact that we weren't having to spend time um, attending to weaknesses and characters and and characteristics that we were seeing in our children and in ourselves. But instead, the Read Aloud time helped us to take that away from making it personal and an individual feeling like there's something wrong with them because they always see the caution and everything, which there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually a positive thing, but it just needs to be channeled as such. And so what would happen is our read aloud time helped us to accomplish that and achieve that and growing and supporting one another in a way that was not threatening, in a way that was helpful and kind. And so I just valued read aloud time because of that. I mean, it's just one of the things. I can go on with a lot of other good um, reasons as to why read aloud was uh, was such a reward to us. Um, another one just immediately comes to mind is the fact that it was always a time for us to do crafts and we would always have something special going on, whether it was a needlework project or I was teaching the children to knit or crochet or some sort of handwork, which I know isn't something that people do anymore so much as then, or even more so when I was growing up. But even so, they were skills that I could um, help my children in because of character development. You see, even if it's not so much about the actual learning to knit, but it's more about the persevering and it's more coordination and all these um, various Um, skills that come from actually doing a handcraft. Again, that's another topic, and I can spend a lot of time on the importance of handcrafts and how much they've been neglected. Um, I know that's a strong word, but it feels to me like there's less and less of them, and that's not necessarily a good thing, I don't believe. But anyway, that's another topic. For now, I wanted to encourage you in this podcast to say to you, Please try find time to read aloud to your children. The rewards are great. And I don't think your children are not going to like it. They're not going to say, oh, we don't want you to read aloud to us. And if they do, because I realize that sometimes that does happen because moms have told me that, then it's up to you to set the stage and make it a special time. Your read aloud time can be crumpet time or pancake time or <laughs> do something to make read aloud time special. And if you as a mom are saying, well, I actually just don't know where I'm going to find the time and how am I going to do this, you yourself are not finding the time. Well, then I'm going to suggest that you don't do something else that you're doing that is taking up your time and swap and stop that and replace it with read aloud time. I'm, I'm actually just encouraging you to do that. I know it might not be so doable or it might seem impossible to you at the moment. 
but I, I shared in one of our previous podcasts that it seems impossible until it's done. And that was a quote from Nelson Mandela, um, one of the previous presidents of South Africa. But for now, I'm going to hope that you are going to be able to find the time to read aloud to your children and that you will get the rewards from that as we have and as we continue to have, even now that our children are adults. So thank you for listening. I really, really value your time. And I'm very pleased that you could listen to this. And I really hope that it's going to result in you experiencing the rewards and the treasures for this journey that you're on in home education. Bye for now.